scary skeletons and shivers down your spine. Shrieking skulls will shock your soul and seal your doom tonight. Spooky, scary skeletons speak with such a screech. You'll shake and shudder in surprise when you hear these zombies shriek. This is a uh, lots of pasta. I'm Captain Death. There's nothing fucking in here. You smoked all of my weed. I'm I'm Captain Death. You smoked my weed. That's my weed. That's my weed. And I'm here with uh, Disco Dracula. Dude. <laughs> Uh, okay, so, uh, I guess, yeah. <laughs> Yo, jokes, you, I'm uh, Disco Dracula, and I am here with You're Disco Captain Dracula, Death. and I'm Captain Death, I and this is... Up. Shut up, I'm doing the fucking intro now. Maybe I want to do the intro. I'm doing the intro. Why do you always get to do the intro? It's my fucking show! You never take me out anymore! <laughs> We're going out next week. Ooh. So, this is, uh, this is lots of pasta, and this is, uh... Episode 26, and this is the first episode we're recording with the uh, the Blue Yeti. And I hope... That's not a new character, by the way. I hope everyone else real... Uh, I hope everyone else can, uh, can sense the sound difference in the quality of our reading, because we're recording with a professional fucking setup. If pop, I, pop filter and everything. We got the pop filter, we got a wind buffer, and we're doing the... We got the Blue Yeti. This is like a like $150 setup we got going right now. Which is nuts for something that doesn't make money. <laughs> you know? I forgot about a dream that I had that I wanted to share with you. Oh, take take in, it away. In particular. I, I actually... I, I, I went through the, the process of opening up the memo on my phone when I woke up from this dream and typed everything down so I wouldn't forget as it. As fresh as you could? Yeah. That's interesting. Because it seemed like it seemed like a really wicked movie. And it was very surreal and very, very strange. Um, so we're in a big city first. You know how in Dreams Lake you kind of move around? Yeah. And uh, so we're in a big city first. We went some, to some sort of event. I think it was something like New Year's because it was huge. Like it was ginormous. Um, I took a weird taxi back by myself where the, uh, the, uh, driver started to sing and dance and it was like the circular pod type car thing that was like self-driving cause the, the singer, the driver would just sing and dance. Um, there was, uh, there was the, the, these girls next to me that were in the pod next to me and they mm-hmm. thought my, my, my driver was very cute when he was dancing and uh, singing. But anyways, we, we met up at some, some huge store. It was like it was like New York, like it was a huge city, huge store. We broke in easily and quietly. I made mm-hmm. sure to include this. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mind you, this is at like three thirty in the fucking morning. I, it was probably when I was six. So I was probably hopped up in cough medicine. But um, so first we looked at everything, then we started smashing everything. Why? Who knows? Um, worried about the noise, we calmed down and turned on the power. Played around in the store for a while. We just found like different shit to like play around with it was like a huge toy store almost um as we are we are about to leave with bags because we were stealing stuff apparently i forgot to mention that but we were stealing stuff well from the names i saw that you mentioned i'm not surprised that is true we we're a bunch of hooligans mm-hmm. who like Street to sit rats. in basements and uh play video games mm-hmm. um as we are about to leave with the bags drivers arrive at our only exit 
We take off through a random door, and then it, it, it just it's it's me, you, um, Mr. Skellybones, and someone else. That's it. That's all that made it out for some reason. Oh, seriously? Yeah. So as we're running, you guys are shouting off nonsense to me. Like, you guys knew this was going to happen. You guys were prepared, like, to like to, to disguise yourself. So, like, we were not at the scene of the crime or anything. So we, ho- we hop over numerous railings while changing our outfits. We did, this, we did this at the same time. We were that talented. We calmly walk away from the scene with alibis ready. I would like to think that if we had planned something like that, that we would actually be able to pull pull that out, you know, pull that off. No, we wouldn't. Um, <coughs> we we circle back and see um, Switchblade. <laughs> if he, you know, he's never going to be on the show, but that's an appropriate fucking yeah, name. Yeah, that's for his him. name. If he's on the show, that's his name. He know if he's never going to be on the show. <laughs> uh, I know. But we see Switchblade. But his name, his code name is Switchblade because he pulled a knife out on a kid when we were in high school and everyone called him Switchblade. Yeah. He, the, the fucking kid deserved it, though. Fuck that kid. Oh, no, that, that kid. The kid he pulled it out on totally deserved oh, it. Oh, yeah. He's a fucking asshole. I don't, I don't blame Switchblade one bit. I'm right there with you, Switchblade. Um, so he's standing there while a crazy-looking guy comes down. This is where it gets really fucking weird. Looks like he hits... Oh, I, I misspelled this. Looks like he... Bites his fingers off. Looks like he bit. Looks like he bites off Switchblade's hand. But turns out they force Switchblade to eat someone else's hand. We run for it. We open up a door to a cafeteria-looking place where fat, sweaty, naked guys are sitting, just fucking eating. We quick turn around and run for it, but there's a large black man chanting. He throws huge boulders at us. We run down a huge hill and through a gate. Now looks like. Now all of a sudden it looks like a mountain. Um, there's more black man, more chanting, more huge item throwing. They were just throwing random huge shit at us, like stuff that would kill us if it would hit us. Um, they slowly run after us and we try to go back up the hill. There's a mine shaft the way we go back. And as we're backing up away, up the hill, we get pulled down the shafts all the while they're chanting. That was my dream. (laughs) Like, wasn't that a great intro? I think it started off as, like, Dawn of the Dead and then turned into, like, Until Dawn. Yeah. I mean, you know what? You know what's a good a good scene to compare that to? With the whole, um, them pulling us down the mine shafts? Hmm. It, it, it was... No. No, actually. Um, it, it was, like, in Day of the Dead, since you brought up Dawn of the Dead, it was, like, in Day of the Dead, when, um, I forget his name, but he gets... It's, it's the douchebag of the movie. He gets pulled and he gets, like, ripped apart by the zombies... Yeah. And they rip it off his like he rip they rip out his vocal cords as he's screaming so his voice gets higher. Yeah. And then they just like rip him to fucking shreds. Shit. It was like that. Like just having like things surround like things surround you basically pulling at you. That's what the dream was like. Damn, dude. It was that's, it was pretty, pretty fucking metal. weird. It's pretty goddamn metal right there. Yeah, it was pretty fucking weird. These are the dreams I have, guys. I'm sorry, I I Made you guys listen to that. Did I just rip your blanket? No, it's the Velcro. Oh, shit. Um, I'm in a little cocoon right now. Because uh, hands-free mics. Yeah, because we're working with such nice quality, we're, we're actually relatively, like, relaxed. Yeah. It's interesting. It's comfy. It's comfy, but we, haven't even, we haven't even gotten into this shit yet. Yeah, I'm going to be really snuggled up to this blanket. When we get into these oh, yeah, it's, spooky it's, stories. It's late. 
It's, it's very late. It's this dark. is the latest we just, we've done this. We just had our first uh, snowstorm, which was nuts. Dude, um, I didn't have work yesterday. It was awesome. Yeah, I didn't have class yesterday. It was and fucking I got paid great. For it. Oh no, I did not. I did not get paid for for not going to class. I I got well, I got to play with my cats all morning. I mean, hey, <laughs> you know that's that's payment right there, buddy. Oh, my cat's dead, and I miss her. This is lots of pasta with your host, Cat and Death, and our guest. Uh, disco <laughs> True story. We were gonna watch that tonight, but uh, someone uh, fuck. Someone don't remind me. So we watched. You know what we watched? You'll never guess what we watched. We watched Disney Channel original movies. But which this, one? This was something we used to do. We haven't talked about this yet. I'm no. surprised, but uh, we haven't watched any in a long time. It's um, been a while. In the summer. It's been a while. Oh, so God. anyway, uh, we... Uh, That's a horror movie right there. Yeah. We we started watching Disney Channel original movies last, like, m- April, May-ish. It was probably May. I would say and, it was May. Yeah, it was about the time I, I had finished my, my last semester um, of junior year, and we, we started with, like, Phantom of the Megaplex, moved on to, like... Uh, Fucking fantastic film. After working at a movie theater like for Ma- four years, mom's got a date with a vampire. That's a good one. Uh, don't look under. Don't the look bed. under the bed. Brink. Brink. Fucking solid. Brink is literally the greatest Disney Channel original movie. Oh, totally. Um, but uh, Eddie's but million dollar cook off right behind that. Jo- fuck Johnny Tsunami. Dude, Johnny <laughs> Tsunami's great. You know what didn't age well though, guys? Halloween Town. It's a no. piece of shit. I you know pers- I don't care what anyone personally. Fucking says. I never liked Halloween Town, and See, I I, I know I'm it. gonna get a lot like of backlash for that because a lot of people love it, and I just I quite frankly I don't I don't it's all give nostalgia. a shit. It is all nostalgia. Watch that movie today. It's fucking shit. It is terrible. Watch watch a good Disney Channel original movie like like Under Wraps or you didn't like Under Wraps either. But no, I, did. I like Under Wraps. Um, I just don't want to watch it again. Mom's Got a Day with the Vampire is amazing. Can of Worms, scariest fucking movie you'll ever see. Oh, in your the practical life. effects were haunting. Yeah, don't watch that movie while under the but, uh, tonight of anything. We, tonight we watched Scream Team, which is uh, garbage. Yeah, it's um, and then we watched a Thirteenth Year, which you hate. No, I I don't hate. I don't hate. It's just um, I don't. Like, like it. it, yeah. You hate it. Um, I don't hate. That doesn't mean hate. That just means like I watch it. and I'm like, all right, because I guess. it's Teen Wolf, and I hate it because it's not I mean, Teen Wolf. It's Disney Teen Wolf. It's G-rated Teen Wolf. It's bullshit. You know, if that he, kid was a mermaid, he'd be like swimming out late at night, putting fingers and pusses. Like, oh, I mean, mermaids don't have. No, 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 but, like, luring that fucking girl into the ocean and just fucking... No, the adorable one? Stop it. She reminded me of my first girlfriend, and it made me sad. Moving on. We... (laughs) Very quickly. We watched... (laughs) Segway. We... We watched some Disney Channel original movies. We got baked, and here's what I'm gonna tell you. I don't... I always forget. See, here's the thing. Mm -hmm. Is we got to episode 26. This is... This is our landmark... You know, like, we we are halfway to party episode. Can this be episode 2666? The number of the fucking beast? I think I already have a number of the beast episode. You're a fucking cunt. You know that? 
I'm sorry. I mean, we could still cut. We could, it could be like six number of the beast two <laughs> electric the revenge. The revenge. <laughs> the, re- the re- I'll probably just call it the revenge now. Okay. Um, I don't care what the fuck it called. But uh, we got those fucking sad waves. <laughs> no, it's gonna it's gonna sound great though. It's not gonna sound harsh, you know. No, it's gonna sound very clear, except for my voice, which is very scratchy because my throat is very dry. I apologize. This is what you get to listen to read stories. Oh, yeah. Okay. So what I was... We, in a long time, I realized editing these episodes, we kind of stopped giving precautions with how to listen to the episodes. And I think it's because we just... We're so eager now. We've gotten into it. Yeah. That we just jump into stories. We don't don't even, like, marinate in this kind of atmosphere. And I feel like we we need to acknowledge that more. And I'm going to start by saying... We're we're baked. We're we're pretty um like an apple pie. <laughs> fuck yeah. And uh <laughs> and I encourage you to do the same. I know you're sitting there, you're like, my little brother smokes weed, man. Like I haven't smoked weed in years. Well here's what you're what gonna you do. You're gonna steal one? your little brother's weed. I mean and you're gonna roll it up. And you're gonna fucking smoke it. And if he walks in on you, you're gonna be like, suck my dick. And, or or and you can just be the cool brother and share it with him. Have or, a bonding moment with your brother. Yeah, it's, you know, if you want to. Then we it. get two listeners instead if of If you one. want to. Okay, yeah. yeah Thinking about like, the generation. Look at you. So, yeah, uh, you, sh- you should turn the lights down real low. I hope you're not, like, sitting at work or, or going to work. I mean, if you're coming home from work, I guess that's okay, because you need to go home and smoke some hashish, some fucking baba ganoush. Baba ganoush. Just cook some baba ganoush and, and or if you sit on at... down, maybe even uh, pour yourself a nice scotch. Or if you work at Carmike, you just fucking go outside and smoke like everyone did, except for me, because I was responsible. I mean, I smoked cigarettes, I didn't smoke weed. A lot of people Carmike. smoked weed on the clockhead. Well, yeah. that is nuts. Because uh, that is illegal. The good old movie theater. The good old movie house. <laughs> Smoking weed is illegal. Bruce Willis was dead the whole time. Yo, spoilers. From a movie that's like, what? Like, 16 years old? 18 years old. I think it came out 2001, didn't it? No, it came out earlier than that. 1999. Yeah. That sounds right. So, uh... This is... My wife didn't want me to go into the bedroom. My wife! Joke's on you. I'll never have a wife. Ah! And this is... This no, was, no, 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 You're missing the best part of that joke. That I'm gonna be alone the rest of my life? <laughs> is, that, is that the... That it's not gonna be by choice, but it's gonna be by consequence. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Take it away! So this is my wife didn't want me to go into the bedroom, and this was uh, found on R No Sleep. I haven't, haven't spelled wrong, I haven't been able to sleep for a while. Sometimes I stay up late. I love my wife so much. My so, wife! So, so much. But sometimes I stay up late. My wife goes to bed, and I stay up. Redditing, or playing video games, or watching TV. Oh, this is my life, but without a wife. <laughs> That I rhyme. realized you're you're mispronouncing my wife. It's not my wife. It's my wife. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't see it all in capital letters or exclamation points behind it. it. My wife. <laughs> That's gonna be loud. Dude, you told me to do it. I gotta <laughs> listen to you. I'm the whipping boy. I'd fallen asleep on the couch as I often do, and I awoke to my wife standing over me, crying, shaking me awake. 
I asked her what was wrong, but for a while she didn't speak. She just hugged me and sobbed. I stroked her hair and comforted her. Comforted her. Comforted her. It's just awkward. Comforted her. <laughs> I wondered if she might have had a dream that I died or something. Or if maybe she'd received a text with some tragic news. Finally, when she calmed down a little, she said, Let's, let's, let's just sit together for a while. Do you want to tell me what happened? I asked. She seemed to think about it and decided against it. I'm not doing the voices. No, I just want to spend some time with you for a little while. I'm tired, I said, stretching. Let's get in bed. No! She almost seemed to shout. Oh, almost seemed to shout. She, 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 almost seemed, almost to, shout. seemed to shout. <laughs> no, I don't want to go in the bedroom right now. I was concerned, but my wife could be a tad eccentric, sometimes even charmingly childlike. Maybe going back in there would remind her of a nightmare she'd had. We wound up sitting on the couch, chowding. Chowding. <laughs> Chewing. We wound up sitting on the couch, chatting about anything and everything under the sun, except for what had upset her. We played Portal. Oh, I fucking love Portal. Yes. She made coffee and we snacked on some leftovers. We laughed, we reminisced about the early days of our relationship. Before we knew it, it was 7 a.m. I'm too tired, sweetheart, and I'm sure you are too. Let's get some rest so we don't waste our entire Saturday. No, we can't, please, she cried. Why? I asked. What's the matter? We just can't go in there, please. If we go in, it'll be over, she said, her eyes welling up with tears. What? What's in the bedroom? I was really confused. Had she accidentally broken some hair? Hair? Fuck. Had she accidentally broken some hair? Why can't I say this? You're hesitating. That's all. Had she? uh, Fuck. Had she accidentally broken some heirloom, and she was afraid I'd be upset with her? There was a long silence as she fought back sobs. Then finally, my body's in there. I'm dead. (gasps) She was dead the whole time. I'm dead, Prakash. I saw my dead body lying on the bed. Once you see it, it'll be all over. This was a bit much. Obviously, she had some nightmare that she believed was real. Oh, sweetheart. No, no. It was just a bad dream. Everything is okay. I hugged her as she shot. Fuck! I hugged her as she shot. Why do I have so much trouble with S's all of a sudden? I hugged her as she sobbed. Look, you're just sleep deprived. You'll feel better when you wake up. I promise. She nodded somberly, then walked silently with me to the bedroom. I gestured to the empty bed, completely devoid of bodies. See there? It was a dream. Lay here with me. I flopped onto the bed playfully and then propped myself up on an elbow to chat until we slept. She laid down next to me and closed her eyes. So, what had you dreamt? I asked. She didn't answer. Diane? I asked. Did did you really fall asleep that quickly? I laughed. I shook her and she was stiff. I noticed her lips were a little blue around the edges. Next, I noticed she wasn't breathing. Of course I panicked. Of course I called 911. She was only 27 years old, an aneurysm in her sleep. The coroner said she'd been dead for five or six hours before I found her body. I miss her so, so much. I hope my promise is kept. Wherever she is now, wherever she woke up, I hope she feels better. I'm depressed now. That wasn't scary at all. That was just sad. My wife. That was just sad and depressing. This is my wife. Also, this is why I'm not going to have a wife because I don't want to go through Mm. the pain of losing her. Moulin Rouge. It's not the fact that I can't. Wee wee, magnifique. It's not the fact that I can't get a girlfriend and eventually a wife. It is because I choose not to have one. You're a fucking liar, and I can't wait to be the best man at your wedding. Oh, dude, thanks. Who do you think is going to get married first, you or me? You. You really think so? Mm-hmm. No. Mm-hmm. That's because I'm the next girlfriend I get him fucking, fucking proposing to. You're fucking down. It's, it's over. Down. You're not getting away. 
So I'm gonna read my wife. God damn it. <laughs> He's not making this up. That's the name of the story. No, I, I planned this. This was found on creepypasta, by the way. Oh, was it? This is a creepypasta. Oh, it was. My life seemed like it was going pretty well. I had just received my bachelor's degree at the state college and received the fairly well-paying job as an office manager. The thing is, something felt like it was missing from my life. I wanted love, I wanted to have a wife to keep me company, but the only women I knew worked at the office and were drop-dead ugly. After coming home one evening from a long day at work, I grabbed a Coke, sat down, booted up my computer. I was very desperate to find love as soon as possible, and it seemed my only choice to find it was through online dating. Oh my god, it's me. I visited a popular website, registered, and set up my interests in hopes that I'd be matched soon. It doesn't happen. The next morning, I woke up and turned the computer on once more. I noticed there was only a total of two matches, and strangely enough, what one of the two was dropped at Ugly Coworker. Oh, shit. The other had no profile picture, but the name was unfamiliar. Knowing how desperate I was, I took a chance and private messaged this girl, Ooh. asking her to meet up at a local cafe that night. Wee oui, wee, oui, magnifique. <laughs> the person replied back about three minutes later, saying, Okay. I was very excited, but at the same time anxious to see how this would go. That night I was bitterly exhausted from the tremendous amount of work I had at the office, but my excitement overpowered it as quickly as I got home, changed, and drove off to the cafe. The cafe was only a f- quick five minutes from my house, so driving was no problem at all. I had no trouble parking, and soon enough I was inside, ready to see my blind date. To utter astonishment, the most beautiful girl I had ever seen in my life approached me. Her most prominent feature were her eyes. The most gorgeous gray eyes in the world. Hi, she said, smiling. I'm Christy. (laughs) You must be David. I saw your picture online. I sure as heck didn't see yours, I said, (laughs) and we shared a laugh. I could tell already, we were meant to be. Our first date turned out great, and as it turns out, we did indeed have a lot in common. As I dropped her off at her shabby apartment building, we partook in our first kiss, and I left. At this point, I felt like the luckiest guy in the world, like nothing could go wrong now. Well, something's gonna go wrong. Christy and I dated for only four months before I proposed to her. Yeah, that's too quick. And she said yes with great excitement. Our wedding went like most, but there was a desolate turn of people. The members of the audience included my mother, Christy's father, a couple of my closer co-workers, and a few of her close friends. She was just so wonderful, and I was so in love. That night, I lost my virginity with her. But luckily, she didn't get pregnant because having a child this early on in our marriage wouldn't be too good. I wasn't financially able to afford a honeymoon, but she thought it was all right, and being with each other was all that mattered. It's nice. She was just so nice like that. In place of that, I helped her move her things into my humble home where we would be living together. Our life together was going by so nicely, and we were the perfect team. A few months later, I learned at work that one of my co-workers who attended my wedding, Kevin, was found dead with cuts all over his body. Oh my god. It was unidentified who did this or what happened. They told me they were going to medically examine him in a few days. This news really brought me down, and it made the headache I already had even worse. I had been getting pretty bad headaches, which I presumed had to be from overwork. I got home late that night, and it appeared Christy was already in bed. 
I wasn't very hungry, so I went to my room to join her. I immediately told her about my friend Kevin being found dead, but she sat up suddenly, looked at me, and smiled, which was quite odd considering the situation, and said, Don't worry about it, he'll be fine. That's not I something you said. I wasn't, I wasn't sure whether to be surprised or relaxed at her tone, but given her sweet nature, I just ignored it and went to sleep. Mm-hmm. The following morning, I woke up sick, coughing very badly and feeling the urge to vomit. I stayed home from work, which was the only nice part about it, beside the fact of Chrissy being so caring for me while I was in my need. I love you, feel better, were the relaxing words spoken to me every so often that day. As night fell, she silently joined me in bed and turned off the lights. About 30 minutes in, I was having trouble sleeping. I wrapped my arm around Christine in an attempt to hold her, but just then my hand froze. I just couldn't move. Her skin was as cold as ice. Christy, are you alright? I asked, but she didn't respond. I turned her over to reveal my wife. My wife! But the most horrific way I could imagine her. I screamed as loud as I possibly could, shoved her away from me, and bolted for the bathroom. What I saw was my Christy with her eyeballs missing, revealing bloodied sockets, skin vein covered and droopy, and pale white skin. I wasn't sure about any other detail, because my eyes were not fully adjusted to the darkness. I sat there and cried until I supposed I fell asleep. Surprisingly, I felt refreshed that morning, but that quickly changed into fear as I remembered what I had just seen. My vision was blurred and distorted, most likely due to my excessive amount of crying. Is this a troll pasta? Am I missing something? Because this guy just seems like the biggest bitch. I mean, you're not wrong. I had to push on and overcome the fears I had about whatever I witnessed the night before. I opened the door slowly, making sure it didn't make a sound. As I slowly turned toward the bedroom, I noticed she wasn't there. I heard something coming from the kitchen. Metal banging together. I rushed over to check out the scene where I saw my beautiful wife there picking up pants she had dropped. As soon as she saw me, she dropped them again. What the hell happened last night? She asked, but she sounded more concerned than angry. I felt like I had to throw my guts up, and so I did. I lied. She took the bait, fortunately. Ah, well, feel better. She kissed me and went back to cooking up breakfast. My weekend wasn't starting off so great. I contemplated what I had seen, what had just happened. I just couldn't explain it. I tried to think past it like it would never happen again, but it did. It haunted my dreams, her lifeless body, her lack of eyes, but the worst part of my nightmares were what it did. Her body would just stand up like a marionette and put its face to mine, sending the odor of rotting flesh into my nostrils. There's no escape, it whispered coldly. There's no escape. This is spoopy. We'll be together forever. It grinned, showing her regular beautiful smile. That smile now sent shivers down my back. I thought I was losing my mind. I saw that thing everywhere. It was hiding behind a cubicle. It was lying down in the park. I was frantic to get away from it, but it just wouldn't stop. I wanted Christy. My Christy! The one I'm in love with, not that ghoul. I knew I needed to end it. The following day, I walked into my house and saw the body standing near the kitchen, slouched over like in my dreams. I didn't take a minute to think before grabbing it and shoving it into the oven, resisting its struggles. I closed the door, turned it on, and although it was painful, I was relieved. The oven began to shake violently, and 
emitted screams which were so pain-filled and horrible to hear I ran out of the house. The pain-filled screams went on for another ten minutes or so, but by then my house was filled with a thick wall of black smoke. As I walked back in, the shaking and screaming stopped. The house felt dead, silent, and eerie, like nothing else was alive in the world. I walked up to the oven to examine the remains, and what I pulled out destroyed me more than anything could have. What I beheld was Christy, my wife, burned beyond return, but strangely her eyes were completely intact. I fell to my knees just staring, I couldn't believe this, I was there for 15 minutes 30 as the police started showing up. They came in and picked me up and of course arrested me for being on the scene of the crime and for murdering your fucking wife. I was put into a room in question, but luckily I was able to get my way around their persistent questions. They concluded that I was a husband who got home from work finding the charred remains of my once beloved wife. They told me everything was going to be okay and that I would need to rent a room in a hotel while they inspected. I knew it wasn't going to be alright. I KNEW WHAT I HAD DONE! And you know what's even worse? I still see her. It. WHATEVER! I KILLED HER! I KILLED HER! I KILLED HER! MY WIFE! I can never forgive myself. I ruined my life, her life, EVERYONE'S! I didn't want to go on, but here I am typing this, so since I wanted to try to go on through my insane depression, I attempted to go to work the next day. As I pulled in and approached the doors, I noticed that there was a yellow caution tape in front with a small note stuck to the door reading, Building has been condemned from operations until later notice due to chemical exposure creating hazardous working conditions, State Department of Health. I felt chills run down my spine as I read the note, not knowing what this would mean to me. I decided I needed to get this checked out. I got into my car and sped down the road straight to my doctor. I neared his office and threw the door open, revealing I was the only client there. A nurse escorted me to him and I asked him if he could test my body for chemical intake. He said yes and agreed to it. Shortly afterward, he diagnosed me a disorder caused by inhalation of certain chemicals. Trembling, I pleaded for him to read the side effects, including with inhalation. He read them to me. Effects of inhalation or indigestion involve migraines, vomiting, weariness, and is uniquely linked to strange patterns and effects occurring within the senses. Long-term exposure may result in brain damage, mental instability, and severe hallucinations. Oh, so he, he hallucinated everything. Fuck yeah. You know what? This is what happens in this day and age. You know, divorce rate, suicide rate, suicide. You know, I was trying to make a joke and you just went real with it, but that's okay. I mean, that's hey, just go Dracula. He doesn't spend no time joking around about life. That uh, that story sucked. Yeah, it wasn't that good. Um, (laughs) it did remind me, and it was from no sleep. You know, like I feel like no sleep's been letting me down lately. It did remind me of uh of I'm gonna go weeb again. There's a, a manga called Tomi by Junji Ito. It's probably not how you pronounce the name, but I'll fucking care. Um, but it's by it- Ito, and uh, he's the one that did Uzumaki and Gyro and um, Fragments of Horror. The newest one is Dissolving Classroom. He's very he's very dark and mysterious. But Tomi is basically a story about a girl who gets murdered. By her classmates, comes back basically, and kills them. 
but it's like a reoccurring thing that she dies, but she always hmm. comes back. I thought it was going to be like, oh, his co-worker who died, his or his best friend or whatever, died, like, saw her, fell in love with her beauty, because that's what happens in Tomi, because she's, like, the most beautiful girl in the world, and she just killed him. After that's where the story was going, and then it didn't go in that direction, and it turned into a fucking nosedive. Yeah, it was just garbage. It was garbage. Uh, we're going to start... Uh, Everyone should read fucking Tomi, by the way, it's great. There was a there was a fun story we read in episode thirteen called "I Will Never Wear a Condom Again." Mm, no, fuck and, uh, off. That was by an author called um, Unsettling Stories, and I just found his website oh, or boy. her website. It might be a woman. I don't know, but this credit the credit of these stories that we're going to read listen, fall fall listen. from this from this website. And uh, whoever wrote these stories. I think they're gonna, fucked up. I think they're going to be funny. You think they're going to be funny? Shit going into your this fucking... This one is titled... Fucking urethra is going to be funny? This one's called, um... Can any of you tell me what's wrong with my stupid sister? I'm assuming there's going to be something going in his dick. Dude, it's, about, is, it's about a little... It's about a girl complaining about her little sister. Oh, it's a, it's a girl? How do you yeah. know it's not a guy complaining about Because one of these eventual stories about being pregnant. Oh, shit. It's girl's perspective. Just fucking read it. Oakley dokley. I know it's probably silly to ask, but since there's a lot of people here, maybe someone knows what's up. I'm Madison, by the way. Oh, okay, so it is a girl. But yeah, Gina, that's my sister, is 11, and we just had a fight because she has a boyfriend, and I told her she has to wait to have a boyfriend because I had to wait till I was 12 to have a boyfriend, but I still don't even have a boyfriend, so she definitely can't have a boyfriend. You know what I mean? Anyways, we were yelling, And then she stopped and made these sounds like she couldn't breathe too good. She was fine after a couple of minutes, but now she's just being weird. I know I could call mom and dad, but they're away for the weekend. Mom finally let me babysit for Gina, so I'm super worried she'll get mad if Gina does something dumb like she's doing now. That's why I'm asking you nice people for help. So anyway, yeah, Gina's just staring at the ceiling, like totally staring. She hasn't moved or anything, and she's standing in the middle of the living room like a dumb totem pole, lol. I know that's mean, and mom says I shouldn't call her that just because she's tall. But you can call her that if you want, haha. Yeah, she's staring at the ceiling. Just a couple of minutes ago, I told her I was sick of playing her dumb little kids games and tried to get her to move out of the living room. She didn't budge. I know she's tall for her age, but she's not heavy at all, but I couldn't move Gina even a little. I know I shouldn't have, but I started yelling at her again and called her a bunch of names, and then I hit her, but she still wouldn't move. That kind of scared me a little. And it's when I got the idea to ask you guys online. I'm in the living room typing on my phone so I can watch Gina while she's still doing the same bull stuff. Like, I don't know if she got cut with a nailer and got locked all over her body or something. But now while I'm saying all this, she's making noises? Maybe that's a good thing? Hmm. Yeah, Gina won't shut up now and keep saying weird stuff like God and faces and how the inside of faces taste like faces. Kind of gross, right? She's saying my name over and over and over. I hate when she says my name a lot. Well, I hit Gina again because I'm so mad at her for making me miss my TV show because I'm dealing with all this little girl garbage she's doing. I know this is why mom and dad like me better, especially dad. I bet he wouldn't care if Gina even died, lol. No, maybe he'd probably care a little. Just a little. Oh my god, Gina will not shut up. Oh, weird, she just shut up. Lol. She's crying. <laughs> I bet she finally noticed how mad she made me. But there's something wrong with her tears. They look almost yellow and sometimes darker. They're thick, too. I'm gonna go look closer. 
Ew, God, they smell so gross and they're all thick and pasty and I can hear them squeezing out of her gross eyes and she's saying something about the taste of faces again. Anyway, I'm going to post this online for you guys and you can tell me what's wrong with her. I'll let you know if anything else weird happens. Thanks! Oh, I think this I think this is humorous because if you haven't been able to tell uh, already, this is a part of a series that we're going to be continuously reading for the rest of this episode. And um it's almost like a forum post. Yeah, this girl just encounters weird and disgusting things I feel like in her life. That was good. I liked it. It's not quite creepy pasta cuz it's not it's just weird. Yeah, it's just some weird. It's like fiction. weird. Pasta. I feel like it's it's gonna. I feel like it's gonna get somewhere yeah. crazy though. It's gonna it's um, gonna turn spoopy at some point. Okay, yeah, this one is mine. Okay, so this next one is called. Okay, now my brother is so messed up and gross. Lol. Uh, also from unsettling stories. Let's get a. Uh, let's get spoopy and weird. Lol, my brother is so gross. I hate him. I wrote about my sister a while back, and you guys were total A-word holes about it, but it's okay. She's dead. I got in so much trouble, by the way, but they were too sad to hit me, which is fine, because I would have called CPS on their on their butts. <laughs> <laughs> I, like how you cur- I like how you cursed and you had to correct yourself. But yeah, I was watching my baby brother Tommy while my parents were out of state at some election party or something, and Tommy just starts throwing up. By the way, if any of you guys are like... Why is she watching her baby brother after her sister died while she was watching her? You can just keep that in yourselves. My parents are weird. I think they're swingers. (laughs) LOL. Danica (laughs) taught me what that meant. So, like, it wasn't the normal boob milk puke or anything either. It was all red and stringy and ugh. Of course, I started thinking about dumb dead Gina and being like, how much more awful can my luck get and stuff. Gross Tommy just kept spitting up until his high chair was covered in puke. Oh my god. It smelled so bad. O-M-G. Anyway, I started yelling at him and slapping him so he'd stop. Then his eye fell out and I got mad because of course I'd get blamed for it. Then because he hates me, he started to laugh and aimed his pukey mouth at me and I got some in my hair. Of course, since I have the best hair in the family, I was so grossed out, I ran upstairs and took a shower and left my gross brother to finish throwing up and playing with his dumb eye. I snuck into my mom's cabinet and used real expensive lotion after because it smelled really good, and Tommy's throw up was making the house smell bad. While I was making sure my elbows were all nice and moist and sexy, lol, Tommy started yelling, and it wasn't his normal yell either. It was all deep and loud and vibrating, like he was sh- showing off and pretending to be a monster, such a little creep, I hate him. You ever feel it in your stomach and butt when a real low vibration comes by and it just like gets you to go- like you gotta go to the bathroom? Well yeah, it was like that. So totally nasty and inappropriate, even though he wasn't saying anything at all, it was like being so crude and just bad-mannered, like he reminded me so much of Gina, ugh, talk about a boring funeral, lol. Oh my god. Like, we don't have too many people in the family, and what was left of Gina was so gross that people took it away to study or something. <laughs> I was always... I always used to make fun of her and call her a science experiment, and I bet, that, I bet that's what she is now. It would be funny if it still hurt for her, even though she's all dead and stuff. Oh my god. Mom doesn't say anything about God anymore except bad <laughs> words when she doesn't think I'm around, but I know she does, and I'll tell Dad on her if she's mean about Tommy's grossness. Oh my god. Oh, what am I talking about? Gina, it's making me so mad. It's so not my fault, but it's so nice not to have to share a room anymore, like I'm in heaven, lol. 
I wanted to keep putting on the nice lotion, but right on cue, Tommy apparently fell out of his high chair and managed to get up the stairs because there he was, all walking on his hands backwards or something weird and drooling like stringy puke everywhere. And when he got real close to Dad's bearskin rug, I kicked him away because no way should I get puke on and oh my god, I'd get in so much trouble. The problem is, as soon as I kicked Tommy, his head sorta kinda fell off, but not totally seriously, it's still hanging by a little bit of skin. He won't stop laughing and it's super obnoxious, and now places where his puke didn't even touch are starting to drip with it. It's like Tommy knew exactly how to get me in trouble, and now he's doing it like right there, now he bit the cat, like totally in half. Oh my god. Anyway, yeah, you guys, you were total douchebags, lol. Thank Danica for that one. But I need your help if you can control yourselves and not be mean in the comments. How can I get the puke out of the carpet and get a new cat that looks like Mr. Flufferbottom and a new baby that looks like Tommy? Because I seriously think this one's broken. Like, how does a baby even grow extra legs? So annoying. But yeah, help a girl out, lol. I have to say that I fucking love these. I think it's great. It's like Evil Dead I, retold from, like, what yoga hosers should have been. It's really surreal. <laughs> like, it's just, it's really weird. Crazy shit is happening. It just keeps, like, going up and up. Like, it's just like, oh, he bit the fucking cat in half now. Like, <laughs> first it was just well, puke. And then... I, I, just, I just think they're having some kind of, like, dead-eye demon experience. And the girl is just, like, so not about it. Yeah. I like it. And this is the the next story is in the same the same yeah. like vein. Uh-huh. I just put them all in order. O M G. Why is it so hard to find a boyfriend? Oh my god, right. I'm saying. I don't want to sound racist, but I think Kevin is gay. LOL. Like my parents were gone, haha, it seems like they always are. And I got Kevin to come over to help me with homework and he was so not interested in my boobs. I mean, I didn't show them to him or anything yet, but I pushed my shoulders together, made them all big, and all he did was look at the homework, and then his brain fell out. I got mad because it was all my new bedspread, and now just, like, bedspread with brain, and it doesn't match the lavender color at all, Kevin! But yeah, all sitting there looking weird and bleeding from the eye his brain fell out of, and now he's making weird sounds. So not sexy, Kevin. Serious. Like, I don't even want... Fuck. Like, I don't want to even ask you guys for advice anymore because you are so not helpful. Tommy is fine, by the way. But okay, yeah, can someone tell me how to get a brain back into the boy I like? LOL, like sandwich. Before you get all Madison, just pick it up and push it back in where it came out of. I'll just say I already did that and I just made it worse. <laughs> Brains are supposed to be one piece, right? Yeah, um, well, it plopped out in one piece. But when I tried to push it back up his eye hole, like, it fell apart? Yeah. There's brain under my nails, and I did them just so Kevin would think my fingers are sexy, and I guess that's out of the realm of possibility, lol. Unless he's into brainy fingers. People always tell me I'm super smart. So yeah, Kevin's brain is all messed up. He doesn't seem happy because when I try to unzip his pants to get a peek, I'm not a perv. I wanted to make sure he had enough air because he's breathing all weird. He grunted and pushed me. OMG, if dad saw him push me, OMG, lol. I'm just gonna assume you won't have any good ideas about his brain. And you know what? I didn't expect any, lol. You guys are the worst, JK, JK, JK. You're not the worst, like cancer is the worst. Oh, by the way, Kevin's brain kinda came back together, but it doesn't look like brain, it's more like a slug. Remember my cat? Yeah, we got a new one. Mr. Flufferbottom was not fine after Tommy. Not fine at all. Anyway, now we have a cat named Meowington. 
and he's eating Kevin's brain slug thing. Kevin's walking around and bumping into stuff and stuff. His pants, yeah, his brains. His pants are still unzipped, though. A girl can dream, lol, lol. No, it's okay. He likes other guys, I guess, maybe. I'll get a sh <laughs> Fuck, yeah, I read that totally wrong. A girl can dream, lol, lol. No, it's okay. He likes other guys. I guess maybe I'll get a short haircut and he can't tell because he has no brain. Okay, I guess I'll mention one other thing. You know my friend Danica I mentioned last time? Yeah, she was in my closet trying to record all the sex I was going to have with <laughs> Kevin before his brain got all clumsy. Anyway, I think it might have turned out Danica was pregs because she died or something and a baby? Fell out of her? <laughs> you know how babies are supposed to be all cute and cuddly like stupid Tommy? Yeah, no. Danica's baby is like an octopus, but with people legs. <laughs> with lots and lots of knees. And yeah, it's eating Danica, which is so not baby food. Danica only ate junk food, which is probably why she died. I'm gonna totally take her phone. She has a 7, and I only have a 6S. Thanks, Mom. I'm all trying to write this to you people, and there's so much going on, they're interrupting the heck out of me. So Danica baby is done eating Danica, and now it crawled in Kevin's head, and only one of the legs is sticking out his eye, and Meowington finished eating the slug brain and is getting all hairball-y, and Kevin, bless his gay heart, is just sitting on the bed looking at me. He looks so cute, guys, I swear. If it wasn't for the weird baby leg flopping all over his face, I'd totally let him touch it. JK, I'd still let him. Hang on. No, he didn't want to. <laughs> oh well. Guys, I'm so unlucky, it's not fair. I'm like, really pretty. I know your pervs are gonna send- fuck. I know you pervs are gonna keep sending me pics of your things, and I support your decision because you can't help yourselves, but it's not the same. I love Kevin. Kevin and his no brain and weird baby head. But it's not meant to be. You know what? I'm gonna find Kevin a boyfriend. Then I bet he'll love me. BBL! Hi, Kevin. <laughs> Kevin! Oh my god. Hi, Kevin. Let's go fucking jellyfishing. He's a fucking. Isn't he a I pickle? Like, I like isn't Kevin a pickle? Yeah, he's a sea cucumber. He, that's right, he's a sea cucumber. This next chapter in this woman's story is, <laughs> guys, my parents think I'm a virgin. I'm not, lol. <laughs> yes, sir. For those of you who don't know me, I'm Madison. I told a story about my stupid sister, then my gross brother, then my poor hot gay friend, Kevin. If you don't know those stories, I kind of hate you because they're really important. And like, who the heck do you think you are coming in here and acting like you're going to read about my first time and not read about the other things that are happening in my life? You should go like assistant manage a small diner or something just as sad, lol. Oh my god, anyways, guess what? I'm gonna tell you a story. This is gonna sound so creepy and weird, but you'll read it anyway because I'm awesome and it's fun to read stuff about people who are better than you, lol. Oh my god, by the way, I love Katniss Evergreen. <laughs> Random. But yeah, don't worry. It's not like it was my uncle or anything gross, like a dog or a hippo or something. Okay, so maybe like 18 months ago, this really cute guy snuck into my room. You know how vampires have got to get invited into your rooms before they can come into your room and visit you in your room? Yeah, this wasn't like that because he wasn't a vampire vampire this guy just came kind of came in through my window and sat on the side of my bed i was like what are you doing here and i got all mad because i didn't have my hair right and i was wearing my ugly fleecy pants instead of my hot fleecy pants and he was okay looking but not like stupid kevin's hot dumb brainless head but i didn't know kevin back then so he was better than okay i guess i wanted to call dad to come beat the guy up but there was something about him that was kind of cool he was, like, gray, like a rock, 
or a cloud or gay poetry stuff and had really cool red eyes and a really big mouth. He started rubbing my hair, which was annoying, but I couldn't move for some reason. Then he whispered in my ear, Madison, you're going to be a mom someday. Then his fingers got really long and skinny and he put them behind my eyes. I was like, I'm gross. Uh, no thank you. But I didn't say it because I still couldn't move and then everything got all dark and I woke up kind of sore and stuff and ew, not there. And that's the story. You guys are lucky I'm good at setting a mood otherwise. That would have seemed even weirder and creepier than it was. But yeah, that was my first time with the gray man. Want to know what I, why I'm telling you all this? Obviously you do, lol. Well, guys, I'm going to be a mom. Oh, shit. Okay, 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 okay. You can't tell my parents, but it's not like they can see the little <sighs> baby yet anyway because it's growing behind my eyes, but I can already feel its tiny little hands pushing on my eye cords or whatever they're called. Good thing I'm not ticklish, lol. There's only one person I told, and that's poor gay Kevin, so I can make him feel jealous, but he just kind of drooled and said, uh, because he's annoying, but so hot, but I knew he wished he was the one who put it in me, and not the gray man. It's funny because I'd forgotten all about the gray man until the little baby started growing over the weekend. It'd been years, and I thought babies were made in nine months in a, in a uterus, but mine is going to be so cool, that's why it's different. Another weird thing, I've always, always, always hated babies. I was so happy when my little brother died, and until he came back, I had to hear him crying and stuff every time I bent his knee back when mom or dad wasn't looking. But now, I'm so excited to be a mom. What could be better than another little Madison running around? Literally nothing, that's what. I'm going to be the coolest mom. I'll let my baby have parties and vape and talk to Black God and wear whatever she wants and never have to learn Spanish if she doesn't want. Check this out. When Gina died, it was exactly one year after the gray man came to visit. I never even connected that. I was so excited to have my bedroom all to myself, I didn't even think of the dates being the same. By the way, guys, it is so cool to still have a room to myself, and I won't even mind sharing it with a baby. But yeah, at school I didn't want to tell people about the baby except Kevin, but get this, Karen said something bad about my hair and said it wasn't really blonde but brown like I'm an, an Italian or something and I got real mad and all of a sudden a little baby hand came out of my eye and cut Karen's throat open, lol. Nobody saw it happen either. Karen was laughing at me and then her neck was all shooting blood and stuff and she died and everyone was sad and I pretended to be sad but I wasn't even sad and though I had to, I have to go to a little visual and say I'm sad. I'm so not sad. My baby is awesome, and I'm so glad that the gray man put it in me. I just, I don't know when I'm going to tell my parents. It seems like they're never home anymore. The shit's getting real. I think it's, uh, I think it's hilarious. I, I'm loving it. I am. I think uh, this is the last one. Also, side note, Disco Dracula wearing his fucking favorite socks. Really sucks. How about you? Disco suck a dick. Are you fucking serious right now? <laughs> Read this fucking story. Okay. <laughs> Guys, I'm sad. Frowny face. So, um, remember when I told you about the baby I'm gonna have? Me too, lol. It's gonna be so great. Oh, but yeah, that's not why I'm sad. You know how my parents aren't really ever around and stuff? Yeah, it turns out they, like, stopped living, like, a while ago, and I've been living with foster parents for, like, a year. Ah, no, JK, they're fine, but they're on vacation, lol. 
It's cool they know how mature I am and let me be alone and watch my stupid brother even though my dumb sister got all dead and stuff. But yeah, here's why I'm sad. And no, it's not poor gay Kevin. I call him Gay Kev now. I promised my parents I'd go to church on Wednesday night, and I did, thank you very much. I walked all the way over there, and I went down all those flights of stairs, and I sat at mass for five hours until the gift stopped bleeding and breathing. LOL. I told some of the other people at church about the baby, but it seemed like they already knew about the baby, and I was like, um, okay, so why are you asking how I'm doing when you know I'm awesome because I'm having a baby that you already know about for some reason? Yuck. The Hierophant was nice and gave me a hug once he washed all the gift's blood off his hands. Haha, <laughs> I said I didn't mind, but he wanted to be polite because I have really pretty hair. Anyway, yesterday I went to talk to Gaykev about the baby and see if he wants to make out or something, just to practice, because boys have mouths not too different from girls. Not as pretty as mine, though, lol. Don't send me more messages, pervs. So Gaykev's brain is getting a little better. And he's, so he drooled pretty intelligently for someone with a lot of missing brain and said something like, um, when I asked about being a daddy, so I took that as a yes and started kissing him. <laughs> Did you know that drool tastes like a mouth? I guess it kind of makes sense, but I never really thought about it. But yeah, drool is all mouthy. But guys, here's why I'm sad. I think gay Kev stayed gay because he didn't really get into it except to drool a lot more. He didn't say anything about wanting to be Katniss's daddy. I didn't want anyone to think I got rejected, so I just pushed him away and said not to touch me anymore. No one noticed. It was nice. But yeah, I'm still sad. I don't want Katniss to grow up without a daddy in her life. Sure, that gray man who put Katniss up me is technically her dad, and there's always Black God, and even my dumb aunt is all about this Bill Lamari, or something guy, but it's not the same. Gay Kev is such daddy material. Oomph. By the way, my aunt is really annoying. I get it, my uncle was sad and had to go out on a boat and die all slow and stuff. But heck, Aunt Lisa, why do you have to be all dramatic about it? Like, we have gay calves for that type of thing. There's really nothing artsy about what you do, so how about, like, you just stop being so drama-lami drama and just move on, lol. It's so not attractive. Like, you'll never get another uncle from me that way. Yeah, Katniss is kind of pushing out the inside of my eyes now, which is kind of cute, but tickles a lot and makes stuff blurry for a little while. It's like looking into a glass that's filled with corn syrup or gay calf drool or something. Not, not that I ever collected it and drank it, haha. So yeah, one more interesting thing that you're going to read because you think I'm sweet and adorbs. Thanks. <laughs> the Hierophant was at my doorstep first thing this morning when I went to go out to school. Oh my god, hold on. Guys, I totally realized while I was writing this that I hadn't fed Tommy since my parents left. And, uh, like, ugh, why is it so easy to accidentally kill little kids? It's so annoying. So, yeah, the Hierophant was there, and he touched my forehead in front of where little Katniss was sleeping, and then asked me to take a bite out of something that was kind of cold and meaty and had veins in it. But I felt pretty good after. Okay, I have to go do something about Tommy, or else I'm going to get in a lot of trouble. But I'm also not sad anymore now that I got this all out. I'll talk to you later, losers. Haha. <laughs> no, you're not really losers, except for all of you who totally are. And that was the, uh, that was the chronicling of Madison, the weird culty fucking girl. Madison, you're a, you're a fucking cunt. Um, <laughs> I like her. You're a fucking cunt. And, uh, you uh, have great stories to tell. And, uh... Mm-hmm.
Your brother Tommy sounds like a fucking cunt too. So does your fucking sister. <laughs> so mean. And your fucking parents. God damn it, dude. And your fucking friend. Dude. Gay Kev is okay though. He's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. He just likes yeah, to nice. drool and stuff. I like drooling too. Do you like drooling? I drool a lot. <sighs> yeah, in my sleep. Yeah. It's like you wake up and it's like you're fucking in a swamp. You're in yeah, a goddamn you gotta flip that pillow over. Face. You get the cold side of the pillow. Mm-hmm. And you get the dry side of the pillow. It's like the yeah. best of both worlds. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You got the best of both worlds. Yeah, remember when don't Hannah... Don't you fucking start. Dude, Hannah Montana. Don't you fucking start. What's get wrong? out of here. What's wrong with Hannah get Montana? Get out of here. How'd you feel about this episode? I fucking loved it. This might be my favorite so episode. We, we talked about wives, and then we complained like little girls. This was a very nice, <laughs> very nice ensemble. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was fucking great. This... Wee wee, magnifique. God damn it. <laughs> This this honestly might be my favorite episode that we've done. Um, I liked Abandoned by Disney and Pogo the Clown myself. Oh, that was <laughs> really good. Be a good episode. That's a really good episode but, um, too. That that I believe is episode seventeen for those who are listening because this will that'll have been out by now. So. Yeah. Oh, and and you know what you you didn't mention this you didn't mention the sound check that we did. Oh, I think. You mentioned the new mic. Oh, okay. And the pop so, filter. So I'll lead. I'll lead us out with the sound check then. Okay. Okay. So, uh, because I, I mentioned we got we're working with a blue yeti now. That's why this. That's why this sounds so crisp, so fucking clear. Was that was that Captain Death or Disco Dracula? It was Disco Dracula. It was me. Sunday. 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 Super Bowl. So we uh, we're we're working with like a real nice setup now, and to test the sound, the first time we plugged it in, the uh, the thing we recorded is what I'm going to lead us out on, and uh, it was this little segment right here. No, it's not going to be enough. But I had I to, you know, I, I'm 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 ready. I'm ready to tell a fucking story right now, ladies and gents. I just wanted to see what that would sound like. I'm ready to fucking eat. You sounded the. It looks like you sounded and exactly the same as me. I didn't get enough fucking goddamn food. Stoner problems 101.